Welcome, campers, to another episode of the Campfire Gaming Podcast. My name is Mike. I shall be your host today. With me today, we've got Matthew, Christopher, and we are Sans Rich. He is out today. How, gentlemen, are you doing? I'm pretty good. Rich. Yeah. Rich is kind of the glue that holds this team together, and he's gone. Baby, come back. I don't know any more words to that song. Otherwise, there was something and everything about you. I probably got that out of order, but whatever. It's probably for the best. Let's. It's, uh, it's been a while since we've sang on the podcast, so that's kind of. It nice. has You're been. You're welcome, a while. listeners. <laughs> oh, we got to get back into that. I'm pretty sure that was like the driving force of our listeners was hearing us sing poorly. Mm-hmm. That's why they're here. Um, Not for video games, for us to sing songs very poorly. Yeah, you can find video game stuff elsewhere. Exactly. Where can you listen to terrible karaoke, I guess? Kind of? <laughs> Acapella yeah. karaoke? They cut that stuff out of podcast? American Idol now, so uh, listen to it here. I will always remember the whole Moulin Rouge crew. That was amazing. <laughs> Four dudes taking on the parts of the Moulin Rouge song. Good times. Wow. It was great. Um, so we're going to start today off with some announcements. Uh, really just an announcement. A announcement, hey. as it were. Um, so we just did the book club episode on the last one for A Plague Tale. This next one is actually going to be the game Control. Uh, where are you dudes playing it on? Xbox Series X. Now, is that the fancy edition? Yes, it is. Cool. Ooh, what's fancy? Uh, they <laughs> they added Matt's favorite um, words. Uh, they there's ray tracing in it. There's updated graphics. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Game Pass. I was like, well, we knew that. But I mean, what's the, yeah, what's ray the tracing? The ray tracing is actually pretty nice. It looks really pretty. Does it really say I'm playing it on my? To it. No, I mean, fundament. It, it the game loads faster and and uh, handles some of it, the frame rates better. Because especially as you get later in the game, it throws a lot of stuff at the um, at the screen. So it's nice to be able to see it keep up with that. But oh, it's so fun. I love that game. Matt, Xbox as well? Or are you playing PC? Xbox as well. Uh, I, don't I don't think know. the Game Pass version is. I think just yeah. the Xbox. But I'm not playing the super fancy edition on Xbox like Chris is because... The game pass, it's on Game Pass, but it's not, it's just control, not, con- what is it? Control, control plus. Plus. It's, it's a control ultimate edition. There you go. The one that, that pissed off so many people. Well, yeah, control because. Control alt delete. Yeah, because people that owned control don't get it for the free upgrade, or in my case, uh, you know, I don't get the Series S, S or X version with yeah. the ray tracing and everything. But. Yes, I'm playing it on Xbox. So far, it's pretty fun. It's pretty different. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to get through it and in a couple weeks chat about it. I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, I'm playing on the Switch cloud version. So I'm excited to get really into like some of their cloud gaming. You know, How does it hold up? So I'll have to see if there's anything that I see weird and compare it against your ultimate version. Yeah. It's kind of nice. We're playing three different versions. Yeah. Kind of get a little... All we need is Rich to play it on PC, and we'd be good. <laughs> Chris, you said you weren't sure if it was on PC? Well, the Game Pass version. 
I don't think it's on PC. Okay, not the game in general, just on. I'm got it. Ninety-eight percent certain it is available on PC. The game itself. Well, you heard it here first. We are uncertain of something. It is. I just double check. Trying to be certain here. I don't know if I can. You, well, while you, you're trying to figure out your exactitude here, um, so today's episode is going to be, you know, just a little informative. Um, nothing too crazy to talk about. Take a little bit of break from the heavy topics of things that we talked about in previous episodes. We're just going to go through a little bit of news uh, and kind of what's going on in the world uh, of gaming. Starting things off, are you guys excited to hear the fate of Anthem and what it will become in the future? <laughs> Yes, that's why I put this in here, because we like, you know, trashing on it. And uh, I'm actually kind of excited to see what happens this week. What's decided, you know, what they're what they're going to do with it. But uh, it's been pretty quiet for, I think, about a year, year and a half, because they've had a little what I found out about a 30 person incubation team trying to write the ship. And uh, we'll see if they they uh, how they did this week, it sounds like. Supposedly, this is according to Dr- does, Dr- does incubation team it. incubation team. Does that mean like they're just stuck together through this whole COVID thing? Like they're like, here you go, yep, squish. Yep, yeah, they're locked in a, a, yeah, a room, isolated. <laughs> you can't leave till this is a successful topic. Fix it. Successful. Game. They pass pizza and Mountain Dew through a hole in the oh. wall. <laughs> you know what else that hole in the wall is for? You water. They need water. Yep. Buckets. Passing Ooh, them I don't want to know yep. about the buckets. That's not good. I don't feel like 30 people is enough for this game. I mean. I, well, I mean, I think the 30 person team was probably just a bunch of engineers. Sure. That were probably going in and fixing the game <laughs> or trying to, um, you know, fix a lot of the, the menus and a lot of the loading and technical issues that basically the game launched with. But I'm sure there's some designers and artists in there, too, to kind of update. I, there was a couple blogs they put out um, over you know a couple months. I think it was about three or four of them about kind of like what they're doing, how they're some of the things they're looking at overhauling. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll so see what happens. What are your predictions on this? Do you think they're going to be like, hey, nope, not working out. We're done with it. Or do you think they're going to have a new... Thing that they're going to release give us maybe a date of when it'll be available you know or maybe even offer like a beta to see you know what is the interest for what we've changed things like that what do you guys think i think they're gonna kill it you know if it was any well maybe not any other but if it was another studio or maybe another publisher that i like i'd hope that they could fix it and turn it around there was a few redeeming qualities about the game uh very few but a few um, but since it's EA, honestly, they, I, I, I can't believe they still have it. You know, they should have pulled the plug years ago. It was or put a little bit more effort into fixing it, you know, a little faster. We, you know, all those games that um, have kind of made a comeback, your No Man's Sky, your Destinies. I don't know. There's a bunch out there, right? Those all within a year or less had something out that drastically improved the game and, you know, started it on its, you know, yeah, but, but Destiny didn't they just cut to get it to a point to where it was like 
reintroducing it. Didn't they just cut a ton of stuff and just restart kind of like this? So they just had that for me, it felt more like they had a base game and then that was it. And it's slowly evolved since I don't know that they could have done that with Anthem because I just how bad it was. You'd have to do a lot from the beginning and not just it would be a full teardown for Anthem. I think I, I didn't play enough of the missions, but I'll bet you if they fixed a lot more of the inventory and menu problems, a lot of, you know, then, you know, because there was a lot of going in and out of missions. You couldn't change your loadouts and stuff. There was a million menus you had to go through. If you kind of streamline that a little bit, some of the missions might be you might be able to salvage. And I don't know, I maybe I just didn't play enough of it. I, I always felt the world was too constrained when I played it. Like I was expecting a bigger, just more even destiny, like bigger open spaces. Whereas and it has been a long time since I played Anthem, but Anthem felt like going down a series of guided paths. Like it was, there were a lot of paths that would get you to the same point, but you're still going down a path that is only like, I don't know, eight yards wide or something like that. Yeah. Can I describe that game in two words? Three words. Yeah. Failed. Do it in four. I ch- challenge you to do it I in four. I can do it in four. A failed armored core. Yeah. And that's what it was. You would, like It was super linear. You didn't really have a whole lot of control on what you're doing in the, the areas. Like You were guided through the paths, like you said. And then you just had whatever you took in with you and you just go blow some things up and fly. And that's really annoying is when they give you like what's supposed to be potentially an open world um, or more open, I should say, even if it was akin to Destiny where it, you had to load into areas. Um, you, you couldn't really just fly around. Like there was no, like at least with Destiny, was it a sparrow? You can at least like jump on your jet bike. And like, yeah. You, and you yeah. get to ride it for quite a while before you get to the other end of the space. Mine looks like well, a 1950s to... boat, so I'm super happy that I have that ability. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, sadly, I don't think this can go the way of, of No Man's Sky or, or Destiny. I, th- I think this is a game that, you know, you did what you could with what you had. Just cut and run and try to make something better down the road. Yeah. Too little, too late, probably. Yeah. Unfortunate. It could have been good. But then again, EA. Yep. Yeah, that is where I point most of the fingers, not at uh, Bioware as much. Yeah. Yeah. We've had those talks before. I think there was, you know, yeah, it's mostly on EA, but Bioware is not the Bioware we all know and love or used to know. Though I I realize it's not in... uh, Oh, this could come up later, but um, maybe we'll touch on it down on later on in the podcast. But you guys hear some of the news coming from old Mass Effect designers? Negatory. Ooh, no. Let's let's hear about it, buddy. Uh, apparently, when they were originally doing Mass Effect Andromeda, you were supposed to be able to transverse the whole Andromeda galaxy, and there was going to be about ten different alien races, not the two. But oh, EA yeah. forced budget constraints that cut it all out. I know. I know. With Andromeda, surprising, it was another Jason Schreier article. Um, <laughs> but supposedly, they spent a lot of years at much like Anthem, just spinning their wheels on 
you know, trying to get like a core concept down. Cause I remember uh, Andromeda was supposed to be very um, procedural or that's what they yeah. were. Sorry. They were trying to do yeah. a procedurally generated universe, um, but still keep it and make it feel like a mass effect, which I'm sure spent a lot of time and money trying to develop that, that ultimately you know didn't work out, but well, that doesn't surprise me that, yeah, that you were supposed to be able to fly through the whole galaxy and, yeah. you know, all those races, but well, and I'm going to guess the frostbite engine kind of added a lot of extra limitations for that mm-hmm. to do procedural generated, uh, worlds. Yeah. Hey Matt. Yep. Guess who's back. Back again. E3's, E3's back. back. Maybe Tell a friend June 15th through the 17th. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> wow. We we think it's gonna be back. We think, um, but in a bit different format than what we wanted. Yeah, we were hoping we were hoping as a, a podcast to go down there last year, and then things something happened last year. I don't know. We weren't able to make it. Um, then we were hoping to do it this year, but it looks like they're gonna try to do a live streamed event during the days that it normally would have taken place, which is the fifteenth through seventeenth. Am I crazy or was it COVID? Like I'm trying to remember. Was there something actual no, that stopped no, it us? Was, or was it was it COVID? No, we were just we were all really busy. That was just a just you know just a happen. small thing that happened, you know. But yeah, yeah, it was it was COVID. <laughs> Lots of things got canceled last year because of that. But um, how do you guys feel about this? It, apparently, they still have to wait for approval by the ESA, which is the group that kind of runs this. But. <laughs> I'm, I don't think you get. I don't think you get the developer and publisher buy-in with this one. To be honest, no. Mm-hmm. no. Like after what we saw last year, everybody kind of doing it on their own. Nintendo is basically like, "F it, we're not even doing directs." I mean, Xbox has their own thing, and then the Game Awards is basically your area for what's coming soon. I, mm-hmm. I just think it's dead. Yeah, I mean, until they can do it in person again, which realistically wouldn't be till next year, anyways. It, what's the point? I don't even think yeah. then. Just like the amount of money it costs to set oh, up something yeah. for a publisher or even like the, the big three, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, the amount of money that they put into that, I'd rather they put that into technology. Let's put that into oh, sure. you know yeah. innovation and making better games. Screw it. I don't need to go. As much fun as it would have been to be able to go, I know, Matt, you went to one and brought me back some cool stuff, but I just... Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe Square does a conference somewhere and maybe Microsoft holds their own thing and it just becomes a, a year of gaming, right? Instead of just this big blockbuster event. Or Summer Game Fest like Jeff Keighley did. Um, oh, that too. Although I was not a fan. I didn't like the spread out nature because it felt like we got a lot more filler information. Yeah. That's kind of why I like E3 and hope it doesn't die. But their problem, as you mentioned, was studio and publisher buy-in you know we've was it ea and is it ubisoft no and 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 it you know they kind of have stuff during that week typically we're talking you know when they actually were having it um they they kind of had stuff that same week but it wasn't technically part of e3 sony had pulled out uh i think nintendo had as well the last few years that they ran it so they've just been yeah, kind of losing people. I, I again, I was, I've always been a fan. It was kind of like 
Christmas days, I guess, since it was a couple days long for me, you know, in the summer, because yeah, I loved nice all that video game news. Breathe. Yeah. But yeah, it's it with all these publishers and studios just kind of finding other ways of doing things again, n- even without the complications of COVID, you know, it's, it's just they've been struggling for a few years. That's why the last time I went, they that was the first year they opened it to the public because they're I think they were trying to turn this into another like, you know, Gamescom or, you know, um, uh, you know, like a PAX or something where, you know, that you, you start bringing in normal people, not just, you know, people in the industry. But I mean, on I've the had plus side, problems if, too. It, if it doesn't continue on the plus side, maybe we get another Greg Miller Ubisoft uh, event. Yeah, Barf, barf. Greg Miller, if you're listening, get good, <laughs> get better. Get he on our level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mainstream sellout. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens again. I kind of, it'd be for me, it'd be cool if they had it and could get some of the, you know, big names and get some of those big keynotes and jam it into a week or, you know, it's three days just because again, I think we'd get a little less fluff, you know, but uh, who knows? I, I don't have hope that it's actually going to be approved and they're going to move forward with it, but we'll see. I mean, I, I can see next year the a group deciding, you know, let's just see what happens. We'll toss the money at it. If the public does it, maybe we'll do it again. If it doesn't get the reception because people are still like either the internet stuff has worked well enough that they just don't care or people are still a little bit uncomfortable with an E3 style event and that many people packed in close together, maybe it does just die and so be it. I'll go. I think, I think actually like Jeff Keighley is going to push and make something different. Um, The dude, if you like or dislike game awards or the summer of games or anything like that, the dude is still pushing though, to try and evolve. What does that whole sphere look like? And I think he just takes over something and we get a new version of E3, but it won't be the same E3. Yeah, like him or not, I mean, you know, some, you know, it's still not the greatest thing to watch, but the Game Awards has evolved and has gotten better. You know, he's he's definitely, he, I mean, give it to Jeff Keighley. I mean, he's, he's trying to push the medium forward and kind of out of that, you know, we're just a bunch of teenagers, you know, looking at Laura <laughs> Croft and shooting aliens and doom you know drinking out are, are we not I, I mean no i mean or, or i mean yeah i guess we are <laughs> but i mean yeah i mean Basically, he's trying to do a lot to move it forward and and you know again like him or not i mean he's he's i think he's doing pretty good agreed sweet CD Projekt Red, welcome to Hackertown, USA, or Poland. Where are they at? Poland? They yeah, they're in Poland. Yeah, okay. yeah. I wish I wanted to throw some more like jokes in here, you know, based on like hacking and cyberpunk, but I still haven't played it yet. It's actually so I didn't know what to funny. reference. It doesn't matter if you reference anything. It's actually kind of funny. They made a game about like cyberpunk stuff, and you can hack in and out of systems and things, and then they got hacked. Funny. But unfortunate because, you know, the things that they got, not cool. It's not just like the source code and stuff for games. Getting like HR files, that's where I'm like, eh, 
Maybe yeah. that was a dick move. Yeah. And it was held for ransom. And did, you yeah, see, the, the, did you see the ransom note? Oh, yeah. It was yeah, what morons. Awful. Yeah. It was just it was just a notepad doc, you know, text document. But With, I mean, CD, CD Projekt Red it did say, you know, they're taking all, you know, actions to kind of protect, you know, the company and their employees, former employees and their partners. But they're still not sure they actually this supposed hacker actually got in and grabbed stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, <laughs> holding it for ransom is I don't know why people think that's going to work. Yeah, it rarely does. It. I mean, they might get the money for 10 minutes, but then it's like, hey, we know where you are. Yeah. Great job. I mean, that's just um, it. It's, it's not worth it. They honestly should have like made that ransom note like all of your cheeseburgers are belong to us because that's how childish it was. You can like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. It's a bummer. It was weird. But yeah, they, what is it? Uh, I mean, it'll be unfortunate if they did steal it. And obviously any of this legal or HR or whatever stuff is out there, but also unfortunate because if they really did get the source code to a few of the games that they made it, that's kind of, you know, usually you don't want that out there because that can cause no. problems or just it's stuff you it's your IP. It's stuff you developed and now it's out there. But didn't their yeah. last update have like a known issue where you could hack into other people's accounts and computers through it. Uh yeah, when they enabled the modding, there were a lot of um yeah. Yeah. I wonder people, if that led to this. I wonder if they were able to reverse through I mean, That's that was the when I first heard about this, that was immediately my thought. Maybe they Maybe shouldn't they... have announced that bug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or maybe they modded the game and turned all that cool hacker code in the game into software that can hack into CD Projekt Red. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> they hacked in through the main character or Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> they sent Keanu Reeves in or, or Johnny Silverhands. Yeah, 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 nice. Copy and paste the Ubisoft um, <laughs> way to go is apparently not working anymore. So they won't be doing that ever again. Awesome. Now I'll say it like the copy and paste thing. Mario versus Rabbids was an Ubisoft game. That game yeah. was phenomenal. Like it wasn't the same thing, just reskinned. That game was great. I loved it. So they have See, some gems. They do. I would I would argue that that's one of their instances of stepping out of their normal their normal design mantra and trying oh, something sure. different. Totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I I do still enjoy the a good Assassin's Creed game, and uh, I'm would love to see Skull and Crossbones actually still ex- exist. I guess because we haven't heard about it in forever at this point. Years. At they least mentioned two it in that that IGN article. Yeah, that they, it's still in development. Yeah, yeah. But still, we haven't heard about it since what, like 2017 or something like that. Uh, they had a trailer in 2018. I think it's the last like video evidence we had of it. And they there was rumors that they were redesigning like the whether or not it was going to be an online only thing or what it was going to end up being. Yeah, What's but funny then when is, you drop news of we're not going to rely on AAA th- uh, title right. or games anymore, That's that was a AAA game. 
Oh yeah, that's so, definitely would have qualified for a triple A game. But what were you gonna say, Matt? I was gonna say it's kind of funny that that game has taken so long to come out. Now it kind of what is it? Um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Black the I can't talk to it. Black Flag came out in 2013, I think, and launched with the new systems, right? Yeah. Or sorry, the last gen systems. It's straddled that, yeah. You know, for two or three years, it, there was all that stuff of like, oh, we're going to make a game using all that pirate ship tech we did. And then, you know, I again, video games take a while to make. But here we are, you know, seven and a half years later. And they're still like, we don't know. <laughs> we're still making this supposedly, you know, we haven't showed it for a few years. So I don't know what's going on. It doesn't seem like it should be that hard. But I don't know. Maybe they got a, a bad studio on it or. With the recent rise of sea shanties, I feel like they really need to get down on this and get it out. Yep. Well, and I'm I'm gonna guess it's a mix of the the development team started grabbing on to started doing the EA thing and grabbing onto every single little fad that was going on. And but the development would take so long that all of a sudden a new fad came out and then Sea of Thieves came out and it's like, how do we make sure we're different? Yeah. And it just is kind of dragged it out way too long. I'm just wondering, as someone who did sail around um, in Black Flag and got and stopped at all the points of interest and things like that, it was fun. But a whole game of just doing that, maybe it was not as fun, you know, maybe in playtesting or I know they were trying to do multiplayer. Maybe it just wasn't fun and they had to kind of go back to the drawing board and figure some stuff out yeah could be but yeah we'll we'll see i think the only thing we can say about that game is that that opportunity has sailed Ooh, i see what you did there wow but no i mean the i kind of don't well i mean i get what they're doing but i don't get why they're like oh no we're we're not gonna make we're not gonna focus on triple a games anymore um it just seems like didn't EA try this where they kind of shifted away from a lot of good making good games and go into the more mobile and free to play. And then, yeah, it just didn't quite work out. And that's kind of what Ubisoft is doing. I don't know. I think another reason for this shift could be the recent, let's call it turnover in their executive levels. So now they might not have the people that, the board is willing to trust manage so many AAA titles. Yeah. So now it's like, you have to prove yourself with some low level garbage before we'll trust you with, you know, a new rainbow six game, which I know I just we all know Mike's waiting for. I just think I, they're you know trying what? to chase. I'm not opposed to that, to be honest. I just, the experience with the last game pissed me off, but I'll never stop. <laughs> I'll never stop trying to play them. Oh yeah. Um, in general, I just this one I'm over. Because Vegas was awesome. Oh god, make another one, I, damn it! I just think they're 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 gonna try to chase these you know live service games, obviously yeah. mobile, and try to make money that way. And we're gonna see all their games, you know, again because I mean that's their biggest problem is that for so many years now they've done this Control C Control V and put a new skin on it. With, you know, their games like Division, Assassin's Creed, and you know, all these other games, Ghost Recon, you know, they're all very similar games, and I'm guessing they're getting burnt by that. But nobody's going, well, maybe we should try to make good, unique games instead of 
kind of sharing a lot of themes and development yeah. or design across these games and make them a little different so that people like me notice it and go, that's the big reason I haven't played Odyssey. I'm not picking up Valhalla. I didn't pick up the other Ghost Recon. You know, uh, oh, I've never, I haven't played a Far Cry. You know, like a lot of these games are probably good, but they're all just so similar that it's like, well, I'm going to go play something else, you know, instead of just do a lot of so, the same stuff. You know how I brought up the Nintendo thing with the um, Mario Rabbids? They are a number one third-party publisher on Nintendo right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. because they're not doing the same stuff over and over and over again. There's different mm-hmm. types of games going to Nintendo. I mean, they can't run things like um, Rainbow Six, right? It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they have to put something else on there. And it's a very popular platform, so they have to. I think maybe they just look at what model they're going with for Nintendo. And I know some of that is just, you know, um, ports and re-releases. And maybe that has to do with, you know, why they're looking at their back catalog of games. It could be like their old stuff. They're just going to move to Nintendo and keep prospering that way. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But they just need to change their business model or their game models uh, to those other platforms. I think they'll do fine. Yeah. I mean, I still like a lot of those IPs and I wish they'd kind of mix it up. You know, it's it's just that whole go to this section of the map, uncover all these points of interest. Maybe there's a mission there and a side mission or two. Otherwise, do all the other weird random stuff. Again, that's just Ghost Recon. That's Assassin's Creed. That's the division, right? Um, I haven't played Far Cry. Uh, Chris or Mike, have you guys played it to know if that's I the same thing with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've played. Uh, oh, no, I played every single Far Cry game. Now I think about it. Yeah. And, yeah, and I just I think they're just getting burnt by that oh, design. Yeah. And that's and they think, oh, well, triple game, triple A games aren't making us money anymore. No, it's, you're not your you know. triple A games aren't making you money. Yeah. Yeah. They're just not drawing the crowd. Like, honestly, Far Cry 6 is only interesting to me because I love the actor they have for the villain. Oh, uh, the new one? Willem Dafoe. No, it's. um. Oh, I always get his first name wrong. It's the the. um. Bad guy in the Mandalorian and Breaking Bad yeah. and just fringe 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 fringe. Um, that's that's in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Was it, what yeah. is that? Los name? Hermanos. Uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher the name. So I really, really apologize. But it's like uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Yep. Well, since he's an avid listener, if you screwed it up, he'll let you know. Oh, yep. I would cry, find out that I he's like everything I enjoy, he ends up being a part of. So it, it yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize the same bad, guy in Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. He's the the few things I've watched him in, I've I've really enjoyed him, which is really just Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, which again is kind of the same universe, and then Mando. But yeah. He's pretty awesome. Yeah. His notable alias is the chicken man. Back. Yep. Anything else you want to talk about with Ubisoft, or have we beaten that to death? I was hoping to talk about Las Polos Hermanos. <laughs> the chicken of the brothers. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, actually, I did want to say one thing here because I I didn't notice it notice until the end of the article when they mentioned it. Hyperscape apparently flopped. Which makes sense since I haven't heard anything about it since like yeah. October, November I last year. I don't remember what that game is. It's their it's battle a, royale game. Yeah, 
it it has some really cool ideas, but it's just not enough. Fell yeah, short. no, I was, I was reading. Yeah. I was like, I totally forgot about that. It, yeah, it probably speaks to yeah not being so, well liked. Is it filled with like ten year olds killing you and then calling you a bunch of dirty names? I not one. I, I played it a couple of times on PC, and I did not have that experience. But I only played it like four or five matches. Was it because you were the 10-year-old screaming at everybody? <laughs> we don't need to go down that road. <laughs> You're a bitch. What? Um, no, How old it, are it, you? I, I, it, one idea that Hyperscape has that I really loved is when the um, – instead of having like a gas or fire or whatever the hell uh, closing in on you, the map literally just starts deleting. Oh. So you, you end up in an open plane. So yeah. anyone can see you and shoot you. Yeah. No, I, I thought that was one of the cool now. ideas with it. Yeah. I but wanted to play the, that. I just the rest never... of the game, the shooting was kind of meh, and the guns were super forgettable, and yeah. It just, I couldn't, I didn't yeah. have fun with it. And it died. Yeah. Not <laughs> shocking. Well, that's a bummer. I actually to now we're done talking Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Well, now that I remember what the game is. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk more about Hyperscape. <laughs> I so actually I wanted that to be overhauled. successful. I wanted I, it to be a, a real successful title because it looked fun. And I, to Chris's point, that was the coolest battle royale mechanic I've seen. Oh, like, oh so smart. There's 30 of you now, and you're in an open space. Like That has to be chaotic as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to the last group of people once and it was just like all of a sudden, like a little Mexican standoff of five of us just kind of like, okay, <laughs> who's going to do what first? Because there was a fight. That's basically what happened. And that part was kind of cool, but I still like Did trying to find a- your name to El Duce. No, <laughs> I should have, though. That was a missed <laughs> opportunity on my my. <laughs> Uh, yeah but yeah yeah i i wished it was better but i don't know i i was kind of hoping it would evolve into something better so it does kind of suck that it's just going away well it's getting overhauled is what they said oh is it oh, okay so it could come back yep it's uh it's up there with anthem same teams work <laughs> oh boy See, that's why they're taking forever they're splitting their time Yep. I also I didn't hear that it came out on the consoles, which is also a limiter for me because I I don't I'm, think it did, did it? It says on their website that it is, but I never, definitely never played it. Oh, it was released well, in August. Okay, that's why I didn't notice. I'm it. thinking Valorant because that hasn't come to cost uh, consoles yet. Yeah. Anybody still playing that? Mm. I see ads for it from time to time, so I assume no. Where's Chase when we need him? <laughs> yeah. Chase, if you can tweet us at Camp Game Pod, let us know what you think of Valorant. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody saw this coming. Google Stadia <laughs> ending game development. First person or first party studios studio. Wow. Matt, you want to tell them what the hell this is? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so first-party studios for Google Stadia are being shut down, essentially. Uh, they're ending all first-party development, closing the Los Angeles and Montreal studios. Yep. I'm actually so a the, little surprised and sad. I'm not surprised 
but I am sad. This was yeah. uh they were these these studios were being led by Jade Raymond, which she's led a lot of things. Her the thing I always remember her for was the original Assassin's Creed. But um, yeah, it's, it, it's these were the games that were supposed to be taking advantage of that technology, the cloud technology. Like they were going to be designed in a way that we're going to take full advantage of it. And this will be, you know, they were going to be the system sellers or cloud sellers, controller sellers. I don't know. What do we, you, you, what is it that you just need to, what's the Google it's a hotspot Chromecast. thing? There you go. They were going to be Chromecast sellers. And, uh, and yeah, they shut it down. But again, I'm not surprised. I mean, if you're bored one day, go back and listen to all our old episodes where we trashed on Stadia. We kind of figured this was going to happen. The next thing that's up is them to just cut the service altogether. I mean, it's Google, so it's coming. This is also, I, I forgot that she was over at Google because this is now the second studio that um, Jade Raymond has joined that got shut down right right underneath her feet. She was oh. also working with uh, Visceral Studios on that Star Wars game. Oh, that's right. Because I, I remember she was over there at EA, but I, could, I couldn't remember what she was working on over there. Yes. Oh, she's gonna be she's gonna be known for that, like the person that goes and gets <sighs> studios shut down. Uh oh, sorry, Jade. And I, that that Star Wars game looked. I, I mean, she was honestly the name when I heard it, she was going over to Google. It's like, oh, okay, they might come out with something really cool. Mm-hmm. And then Google Googled all over it. Google all over it. I think what I'm most disappointed about with this is there were games on there that I wanted to play and I was going to pick up on that so I could just go play them on my TV. Um, Sure. But now I don't want to buy anything like this. Yeah, completely. I even have. So to get Baldur's Gate three, I've been saving Google survey money. I am at like three dollars away from buying the damn thing. And I'm now not going to. I have like 60 bucks sitting in Google Play surveys because I wanted to have fun and be like, Haha, Google paid for my Google game. But now I don't even <laughs> want to spend it on that. I'm like, well, am I going to have it after a month? You know, if right. I pick it up, is it going to be there? Um, so it's just really disappointing and disheartening. Well, it's hard to trust a service like that when the company won't. I mean, every every console, the develop, the whom whoever makes the console has their own game studio backing it up. So to have Google not do that just kind of makes it sound like such a not even a half-hearted effort anymore. Well, Google probably went into this thinking, oh, it's easy to make video games, but surprise, it's not. Yeah. So they're just like they probably just had a few failed whatever they were working on, you know, demos of here's our vertical slice of the game or demo, whatever. And they're like, this sucks. And then they shut it all down. But it's just, yeah, I I doubt this is going to give any other partners confidence to stick with the system and support the system. It's just insane. Uh, It's studio studio. Stadia has been a disappointment literally since after the announcement, because I think the announcement was here's all this cool stuff we're going to do. And then it slowly came out before launch in the weeks leading up to launch that Oh, this feature and that feature and this thing and that thing aren't going to be included till sometime after. And they were completely for the most part quiet in 2020. You know, they added a few of those features here and there and stuff like that. But like, you can just tell they're not putting anything behind this. 
and especially so now with them shutting down the studios. They weren't totally quiet in 2020. There was an interview with um, one of the higher up dudes in the gaming section who said that, you know, there was going to be hundreds of games coming out. Like they had all of these studios working towards something and that they would be, you know, driving this home. And they're for those who don't think we're invested into Stadia, this is our proof. And then this happens. Like they're just like, Dip. see ya. Like, so they weren't quiet. They straight up either lied or they're paying outside of Google studios to continue. So, I mean, well, it's possible that there's still going to be exclusives to them and that there's, like Stadia will stay up. They just won't have their own internal dev, but yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely what they're relying on at this point. And I think most of those, I remember that article, I think uh, it was like, yeah, whatever, a couple hundred games. And most of those were, I, th- I think going to be third party anyways. Right. Not, a, I mean, they only had a few internal games in development. It was just, Oh, here's all our partners. We're going to get all these games on the platform. And I guess, I mean, what a, for me, I would have assumed that Google would have put a lot of extra effort into last year. You know, they they had the pandemic. People are at home. Like, come out swinging. Sell your service. Like, all you need is a Chromecast and a controller or, like, well, they a MacBook they... and a keyboard. And, like, really put some effort behind this in advertising and getting some of those other nicer features out there and developed. So they um, did a little bit of that. They released a brand new Chromecast that wasn't compatible with Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> Minor issue. <laughs> you had me in the first half of that. I was like, "What?" And then, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's they just they dropped the ball on this product. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's not their driving um, moneymaker. So they're just kind of putting it in the wayside until it maybe turns a profit. One well, in it. Everything I, I read about some of these projects from Google is they all seem very separated from other projects. There's no like, no, no, I don't know, synchronization between the different products. Like like you said with the Chromecast and the Stadia, they, the newest one didn't, doesn't support Stadia, which seems absurd. And that kind of stuff can kill development i mean sometimes you need to have even if it's minor or one person bouncing between two groups you need something like that in a company that big yeah you'd be surprised on how many large companies don't have that though where Mm -hmm. misses in communication happen it's just because there are so many moving parts you can't always keep track of it but with stadia being such a i'm not defending google on this because with stadia being so big of an idea like you don't just miss that on chromecast <laughs> like no, whatever yeah. whatever project manager or portfolio manager whatever missed that they should be at least scolded <laughs> a firm spanking a spanking <laughs> unless it was a de- like a you know deliberate decision which it's very possible um it could have been it could have been like you know what this i don't even know how many subscribers they have uh to their uh, pro format, but maybe there's just not enough. And they're like, you know what? We just don't care. We'll slowly build it up and, or we'll shut it down. One of the two. Yeah. I think the, uh, the final, the third arrow in the chest is going to be, be uh, when project X cloud actually officially launches into a real product on the Nintendo switch. 
just in in general once they say <laughs> hey this is a real product and we're not and we're done betaing it and it's good enough and they connect it up with game pass and your your digital library bam it, it's you know nobody everybody's gonna get in the xbox ecosystem and then just not even give a crap about stadia yeah between that and amazon i don't know like whoever hits that first and whoever hits the home run with that first is probably going to win. I think that Amazon's going to run into the same problem that Google is running into. They don't have a base other than prime users. Yeah. When I tried the beta, I just, I was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Like two days into the free trial, I just cut it. I was like, yep, this sucks. Well, so, yeah. It sounds like developing for uh, games for Amazon is um, a special level of hell. So well, it sounds like Google wasn't too much yeah. better, but supposedly the one thing was it Amazon has a new CEO now. And yeah. there was, I didn't, I didn't get around to reading the article, but uh, yet, but uh, it was saying something about he's now, he's going to be supporting the game development side of stuff. So hopefully they won't pull a Google and shut their few studio there. What is it? Amazon studios. I think is what they call it. Amazon game studios. It's something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, they we'll see. I mean, especially since they're, they're, um, MMO looks kind of interesting. I would agree. They're, they're, I do like the way that looks. I don't remember so, it anymore. <laughs> I, I can't remember the name of it. MMOs, but like it looks cool. Yeah. It's kind of like um, Chris. If you were to take what is that um, medieval medieval warrior game? Um, what for honor? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. If you add like bows and. Um, things what like that. What's that name called? For well, Honor. You talking That's about, right. You're talking about New no, the, World? No, the game they're making. You're talking about New, New World. World. Yeah, New, yeah, New yeah. World. That's what it was. It's, it's like a medieval kind of fighting against one another. And it, huh. it looked like the combat was actually kind of similar yeah. to um, For Honor, but not quite. Mm, I mean, I, I, I'm We chatted always... about it. Did we? We we chatted about the game. I can't remember much of it though, but I remember they're trying some new things as far as like foreign MMO, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was we chatted about because it was so long ago. And it's a game I'm not particularly keeping up with, so it looked yeah, alright. I mean, I, I just pulled it up really quick. Hey, yeah, it looks I, I do remember hearing some things about it, but it I don't know. I need to see more before I'm willing to jump on that ship. Oh, yeah. But it looked interesting. At least yeah. we see stuff from them. Um, you know, we have that game and then their failed Crucible game, if you yeah. remember that. Yeah. Um, where that was just a bad I, name I, in general. Well, yeah, yeah that's it was. not a good idea. <laughs> where at Google, we never, I don't think we ever heard what they were making. No. Maybe I just missed it. They just had two studios and we're like, okay, well. We're done here. <laughs> Let's make some video games. And then they never gave us anything. Yep. Um, yeah. So speaking of Google Stadia, Terraria has canceled their Stadia port. This is interesting. I I didn't realize yep, she... it was like a three week issue, but I thought it was like they got locked up for a day and they said no. Um, but you want to tell us yep. what happened there, Matt? We're already seeing third party leave. They're just leaving Stadia in droves. Um, no, uh, the creator of Terraria um, 
apparently had some issues with his Google account, which I mean, like full Google account, not just like email. This like Google Drive, YouTube. Was he even tweeted that, you know, he couldn't access his Lord of the Rings 4K version that he had just bought. And I guess it's been going on for a few weeks and Google customer service hasn't done crap to help him, supposedly. Um, so he's just like, F it. We're done porting Terraria to Stadia. <laughs> you know, we're out. So uh, he says he hasn't done anything to violate terms. I didn't see anything on any sort of reply from Google. But uh, yeah, you sorry, Terraria's. What was it? They were trying to steal the source code and make their own game of it and then sell their own type of Terraria. Because oh yeah. they were out of ideas. So it was Google that stole, stole <laughs> yeah. Cyberpunk source yeah. code too? <laughs> Dude, how messed up is that if that's real? That would be so, so screwed up. You heard I it here, it. folks. Heard it here first. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> it takes more than one person, so... Yeah. Yep. I heard it was sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's screwed up because like CD Projekt Red is kind of sick right now. Like, yeah. Uh, yep. Poor CD Projekt Red. But yeah, so Terraria is not coming to Stadia. So I know that was a, a big game, big title coming to the, the system, but I've never played it. Have you guys played it? Yeah, it's I played it a few times. Your uh, yeah, I, didn't I, sound super. Well, I so I've only played it as part of, um, oh my god, uh, Microsoft Game Pass Rewards is the only reason I've ever played it, and it it has always felt like a two D Minecraft. So yeah, my attention span for it is very low. Just I, I think window. when I yeah when I finally got around to playing it, I kind of was burnt out already on the Minecraft stuff. So yeah, yeah, so going into a game that was very Minecrafty but 2D didn't didn't stick with me. It wasn't terrible. I could see why people would like it, but yeah. I couldn't get into Minecraft. I just could not do it. Still can't. Uh my kid wanted me to get into it with him like, "Hey, I want to play it." And I was like, "Well, you can barely read, so good luck. I'm not helping you." <laughs> uh, but I tried. Like I just I could not get into it and he got really bored with it pretty quick because I don't know what I'm doing with it. So it was I spent many hours playing it, you know, on a uh, our old uh, our old leads server over there at Activision. He uh, he had a pretty cool server and some some plugins that made uh, you could have a map on your on your uh, web page. It's pretty cool. So, and you can see where people are at, and the world kind of changed. I'm gonna say real time, but you know it wasn't that accurate. But you could kind of see the landscape changed as we all created our cool little towns or monuments or whatever it is we were building. But yeah, spent spent a good good many weekends playing that game. It's fun. Yeah, I do miss working with those guys sometimes. It was a fun time. Yep, I'm sure they're listening. We miss you guys. We love you. They better be listening. We worked so hard for them. <laughs> yeah. Ready to move on? No, I want. Um, I want to. I want to hear Chris say how much he loves the people we worked for. Oh, they were awesome and fantastic. I, yep, thanks, I Chris. Loved hearing about it from everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> it Let's was fun. You didn't miss a lot. <laughs> like it didn't pay well, and yeah. That's no, you got overworked as much as, as, much as we talk about, uh, per, you know, crap on Activision. 
It, well, as many jobs as many people might find out, sometimes it's the people you work with that make uh, the job 100%. great. And I did enjoy working with the people I did. So, <laughs> our boss, like their boss, I'm not going to say his name, but he straight up told me, uh, because I, I do this thing in conversation where I will misunderstand on purpose. I will change the, like, you will say a word and I will catch the other meaning of the word and follow along that path. And it's it's a lot of fun. Um, so I did, it to, <laughs> I did it to the boss over there. And he looked at me and goes, I can't tell if you're smart or just really stupid. And I was like, that was like the <laughs> second week of working with him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. That was pretty fun. I was like, oh, I've never heard that from a supervisor before. Good times. Good times. Um, so most apologies if uh, there's some weird sounds coming on my end. My back is starting to hurt a bit, so I moved a whole bunch. So if you hear some squeaky chair noises, that was me. We just assumed it was your spine. But... Crack, crack. Squeaky? Squeaky, um, squeaky. Anyways, Matt or Chris, do you want to walk through some Mass Effect Legendary Edition? I haven't looked at most of this, so I think it would be better if one of you guys kind of walk through and I will throw my questions at you. I'll let you do yeah. it, Chris. I've already been talking a bunch. Um, I, I mean, I'm been waiting for this to come out for a while. I, I will say I'm slightly disappointed that it won't be, um, there won't be improvements for the, I guess now current gen consoles, but it is yeah. what it is. Um, so yeah, the, the whole trilogy is going to get remastered and optimized for 4k and 60 frames per second, which will be kind of nice, uh, faster load times, which will mean the, the elevator times, uh, will be cut down significantly, which will be really nice. Cause sometimes those took forever. We'll, we'll quick, take a minute and talk about that a little bit later, but just a quick question to pop in since you said yeah. you've been waiting for this. Um, uh, can you feel it coming in the air? tonight oh my god and have you been waiting for this moment all of your <laughs> life oh my <laughs> life um yes uh improved textures oh lord oh god <laughs> uh tone mapping anti-aliasing uh volumetrics and fog death of field and bloom i mean it, it's just gonna be a much prettier game and i will say for as much as i do love the originals i did replay some of two i think it was and yeah the explosions don't look great (laughs) so i'm really hoping to see those get a pretty big step up in their quality Mm -hmm. did you watch some of the kind of remastered gameplay that they showed they were all like very small clips yeah yeah it's it's there's some definite improvements i i well, it seems weird that the uh, female shepherd looks like she got more improvements than the male version. Well, that was uh, I made notes of that here somewhere I've, in my long. Oh, list yeah, of there notes it is. Here. But the, their idea there was um, I didn't know this, but, you know, uh, Commander, the male shepherd, um, he he was kind of the same throughout the whole series. Right. Yeah. But they never nailed down Fem Shep until like the third game that's when they had like this is our fem so what they did was with one and two they went back and kind of made her look the same right in all of them you know so now you know male shepherd and female shepherd they look the same through all three of the games so i think that's why fem shep and and mass effect one looks different than you know is that like the default shepherd because you could 
build your own character. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's like on the third game, I distinctly recall you could flip the box art so it could be male or female Shepard on yep. the on the box. Yep. No, they made they made note that they never finalized her look until the third game and and then yeah, so to kind of keep it all consistent, mm-hmm. they uh they kind of went back and and one and uh, one and two they made it all the same as three. I I am happy that it's in all the DLC except for one, and it's probably the one I care the absolute least about. Did you hear what happened with that? That was an interesting yeah. Yeah. story. The source code's gone. Yeah. So I guess it was another company that that the the DLC we're talking about is Pinnacle Station. I actually never played it, but um, I guess there was a another studio that made it, and they went through all this effort to try to work with people at the studio. I don't know if the studio's around or not. I guess I should have looked that up, but they even went to talk to people that used to work there to see if they had like any old source code, and they just it's lost, it's gone. So they never were able to. And there, and the the thing with this legendary edition that is, I think, kind of in line with what you were saying, Chris, is I'm a little disappointed. Um, I am excited to play because I've been meaning to play through these games again, but I kind of always had that feeling they were going to remake it or remaster yeah. it, and here we are. Um, but they are using the Unreal Three engine, which yeah. is the engine that was used to develop all three games. Which I, you know, their the, their whole cop out is just like, oh, well, we. We didn't want to like change the feel of it and all that blah blah blah, right? It would have taken a lot of work to you know blah, and it's like, you know, put a little effort in it, you know, EA, you know, even if it takes a little time. But uh, they're using the old old engine. Um, I'm guessing why we're we're going to see most of the r- visual improvements and everything in Mass Effect One and Two are the fact that they're going to be, I'm assuming, using the latest version of Unreal Three Engine, which obviously engines as they are used more and more and develop more and more if you that they get better tech and you know just get better over time so i again i think we're going to see most of the improvements in mass effect one but uh i yeah i found it uh, i was a little disappointed in that once i saw it. I, I was like just come on do the work to at least put it into four so what you're saying Unreal is 4. mass effect one and two are going to look like mass effect three should be yeah which yeah. isn't terrible they're not terrible looking games no and they're going to get all these other improvements. Again, things that kind of were slowly developed and put into Unreal Engine, which is a third-party engine, right? They, Epic continues to improve over time. You know, look at the difference between Unreal Engine 4 when it launched and now there's just all this cool new tech in it and you can make better looking games. So similar type thing with Unreal 3, but, you know, it's just disappointing that they didn't put a little more effort into switching it to a newer engine. Considering how long it's been, I mean, I... I I don't think we ever were told how long they've been developing this, but just a couple well, of weeks. <laughs> their biggest, the biggest problem, and, and I guess again, this is where I guess I understand the time aspect of it. You know, would have spent a lot of money. Um, Unreal Engine used to use uh, this. Like, what is it? Their their programming engine. The engine's based off of C plus plus, but they used a lot of. Um, coding in it, I think it, I think it was Visual. Was it Visual then? It's been so long since I've been in Unreal Three, but it was called Kismet, and that system's not in Unreal Engine Four. They have a Visual pr- Blueprinting, or you can use just straight C plus plus. And they were saying a lot of the stuff that was coded in uh, the, the the games was done in this Kismet thing, and it would have just taken a ton of time to convert that over and redo things. And then I that's guess. where you might notice that 
that little bit of a different feel to the game because of how those systems are designed, you know, doing, you couldn't do a direct port. So you'd have to kind of rewrite it separately in a new engine, um, which then again, it could affect kind of the feel of the game. And that was their whole, well, we didn't want to spend time and we didn't want it to be that different. Uh, again, it's unfortunate. Um, I get it, but I guess I was hoping for more. Right. But I mean, either way, it'll still be nice to get it a facelift to improve. I know they didn't completely revamp one, which had the most awkward mm-hmm. combat system of the three of them, especially. Yeah. But they, it's been cleaned up, which is enough for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, let, let's go through. So, I mean, again, that's the one that's got a lot of the improvements. Sex scenes, but you know. no, those well, still the, be there. the depending on how you want to look at it, uh, I, th- I was it uh, Kojima that likes in in Metal Gear taking uh, butt shots with oh, his yeah, he, camera angles. Yeah, he loves yeah. doing that. It's weird. Well, it wasn't as bad in Mass Effect, but apparently they're adjusting cameras for certain scenes in in the series so that you don't see so much of the butts of i guess some of the characters but whatever <laughs> i know you're disappointed in that one i don't care yeah. <laughs> i really don't but i mean some I like of the, butts. i mean you can I, like butts and that's <laughs> that i will never take that away from you but yep it's yeah the the amount of um noise some people are making over this is a little much yeah, it's it's a little silly, but it was interesting seeing a bunch of articles out there on mm-hmm. that. But no, I uh, 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 as speaking to Mass Effect one again, that's the one I think we're going to notice the biggest difference in. But they did a bunch to kind of bring all the games again, try to provide a consistent experience across all three uh, without adjusting it too much for the earlier games. But they are improving a lot of the aim. Um, and the lock on, uh, it's going to have a dedicated melee button now. Um, I guess they're removing some class based restrictions for the weapons, which I couldn't remember that there yeah, were some of those. That, that was, but I think I also, the first one, but I think I played the base soldier. So I probably had access to all the weapons anyways, mm-hmm. but, um, and then like squad AI is an enemy AI is going to be improved a little bit, which will be nice. And the two big things I said I want to talk about this a little bit here later this, was really quick. The squad AI was so bad; it was awful. <laughs> it just it's it was like, why are you going? Oh no! Stop! Yeah, uh, I don't know and how many times hide and cover. they just get gunned down. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't hide and cover and stuff. Yep. So that's all been smoothed out. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, going to be interesting yep my but, favorite uh, was always when i'd leave them far behind the fight to try to pick off guys from a distance and they'd still both go down somehow yeah <laughs> or you're sniping and they run into the kill box you're like yep. no 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 don't go down oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah memories but the two probably biggest changes that we're getting you already mentioned it was the elevator loading screens did you uh, did you read the article on that? They, a bunch of places did specific stuff on that because I guess that was specifically talked about in their demo. Um, I didn't. I just knew that they. It's been cut down a lot. Yeah. So it, it again. It's been forever since I played, but uh, these load times took forever, and apparently, mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact time, but in the article, it's saying over a minute. They've been cut down to about you know about fourteen seconds or so. They were timing it, at, uh, you know, averaging at. 
But the the downside to those slower load times in the elevator is you didn't get the the awkward silences. <laughs> or you won't get the awkward silences and you won't get the or not. You won't. They're adjusting the system so you can still get the conversations between your crewmates as well as the news bulletins that come over like the Citadel and, and things like that. That's, so that's good because those were I always enjoyed that stuff. I I am going to miss the awkward silence, I think. So, I mean, it did make it feel a lot like a real elevator. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that and then the, the Mako, the Mako is getting updated. So this should be a the lot Mako, better. Is that the, the truck like the. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The little the caterpillar, thing. as I called it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're apparently smoothing out camera physics, um, you know, Hopefully it'll be a little easier to drive around on those planets and uh, go exploring. Hopefully. <laughs> I just like that they're fixing the um, barrel sites because it always felt like the barrel, even though your your reticle is right on target and it hits that, the barrel always looked like it was pointing someplace else. Like yeah. it was pointing further up or further down and it just felt awkward. I really don't stuff remember a lot of that part of one. I mean, that it was so long ago. I remember the Mako very well because there was, what was it? There was some challenge or, cause I don't think, no, that was a 360. So there were achievements. There was an achievement for like exploring all of the planets. Yeah. <laughs> and I did that. I, every, I found all the little, there wasn't usually that many, but there was usually a couple like points of interest on the map. Yeah. And I did that on every planet, and that Mako, yeah, it was, it was different. It was a so now vehicle. is that you punished yourself, and now you're taking it out in the game, or was that like <laughs> the, it was actually that bad? No, it was bad. Yeah, it was like not great. like it had a little jump ability, and if you were at the wrong incline in like a hill, you wouldn't you wouldn't just kind of jump up with it. You would like it would push you back. Yeah, it was weird. And yeah, and it was all bouncy and wasn't didn't roll over a bunch or I don't know. It's it, but it's it was just. Yeah, it was different. Gravitational but, uh, force on different planets, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was probably but, it, right? But gameplay. <laughs> gameplay. But uh, trying yeah, to the only other damn mountain. Yep. The only other kind of real big thing that they changed in the uh, legendary edition is mass effect three is not going to have multiplayer. That's fine. Which I, I completely forgot about. You never, I think I put, yeah, I, I played, played it a few times. I got it really late. Like I was in a weird job position at that time. So I didn't end up picking it up when everybody played it. Same thing happened with inquisition. Like I picked it up super late, but I never had to I, play the multiplayer. I played multiplayer, both of those with your brother. <laughs> Yeah, I know, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just had I, to watch. Yep. <laughs> yep. This was this was during the era where they just kind of shoehorned in multiplayers to games for no reason. The thing that yeah. pissed me off about this was that you, well, initially I thought you had to play it because it affected your single player. Yeah, the there's a, yeah the galactic readiness thing. Yep. And luckily I found out that I think with a bunch of Googling that, you know, if you basically did all the side missions, which I usually do uh, before you run off and, you know, finish the story, 
your galactic readiness would be high enough that you got the good ending or whatever. So I, I think I played a few matches, realized it sucked, did a bunch of research, found out you didn't have to play it to win, just do well, all the side missions. And then I never touched it again. It was the multiplayer. There was a mobile game and a website and all three were supposed to be able to support your galactic readiness. I, I website. I don't remember the website. I, I only have the vaguest of memories of the website. Yeah. I just remember I it being a pain to sign into. That's neat at an innovation level, but making it mandatory that people yeah. do your innovative yeah. stuff, you know, less awesome. Yeah. Luckily that's not there. So they're kind of tweaking it so that, um, apparently they're kind of tweaking it so that actually your galactic readiness will start from mass effect one. So oh, things you man. do there don't screw through things two up. will kind of cover that extra s- stuff for the fact that multiplayer is not there anymore. But, yeah, should be exciting. Yeah, that'll be neat if they tie all of that together from the beginning. Like, I know there was supposed to be a tie through it, like your stuff persisted, but yep. having galactic readiness persist really makes you have to, like, do things. But that kind of sucks if you get to the end game and you're not there. <laughs> you have yeah, to go right. Yeah. No, it was, it was, I really liked, I mean, obviously it kind of got better by, from one to two was smaller things, but it was cool seeing some of your decisions and how they affected like you the, know, the next game. As weird it was, and I don't even remember the side mission. There was some side mission I did for some weirdo with the Mako on one of the planets. And I remember just being kind of surprised when I got to, I can't remember that, that pl- what's the weird floaty space station in, in uh, Mass Effect 2 that you kind of start on. I can't oh, remember. Um... Endor. No, yep. Andor. But anyways, I found like a data pad in there and on it was an email sent to me from this lady I did a job for thanking me for whatever I did, saving her son or family or something. I don't know. But <laughs> did you ever even know though, that you're impact. my hero? And I think some of your defi- decisions also affected whether or not you solved the uh, Krogan. Yeah, the um, genophage. Genophage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, see, I still remember this. That was such a cool thing. Like, yeah, I was so invested in that crap. Like running to the missions with that weird uh, doctor dude to like go help and find cures. Like, I was like, I need to cure these people. We can't have this hat. Like, those games did something so good that just pulled you into that world. And I hope that it persists in these remasters. Well, I mean, that core game should be there, but yeah. Would wait. be more interesting if that could persist in other games that Bioware made after it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Can't you guys gonna buy the legendary cash? Hell no. No, I haven't bought a legendary edition of a game in a while. Not unless this Dogecoin comes through. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the game is not included in it? What? Yeah, granted, it's not the the lead. So we're talking about this. And did I put a release date? Because they announced it. I don't think I wrote the release date. Down. What is it? It's coming next month. March. Is it March 14th? I can't believe I didn't write this down. Yeah, Wait, knows. just the Legendary Edition is coming out or the whole game is? Just the Legendary Edition. Oh, um, God. So this this um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming out sometime next month. We'll find a date here in a second. But the Legendary Cache, which includes... A wearable helmet um, 
it uh, for 150 bucks. That doesn't come with a game, but I think I saw that comes out like that doesn't ship till like July or something like that. So it kind of makes sense. It, I am a sucker for those like you know one to one scale helmets. So I didn't I've been tossing it came it with a helmet that changes the situation. That's wearable. One of those, like, it, oh my gosh! If we all buy it, we can Instagram that. Yeah, oh, and we could we could podcast one night with them on. Yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. we we could stream the whole thing. Where I was gonna say, it? Matt, we could start streaming with it on. Yep, and it comes with uh, like it has LED lights in it, so you can switch the color depending oh, on like what your Paragon, you know, crap. that I, score you or whatever. Not have told yeah. me that this is a thing. Yeah. Damn it. Let's hope it's better than the gear that came with uh, Fallout. Oh, the '76 one. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. Yep. I mean, I'm already getting the game uh, digitally on Xbox. I don't have it pre-ordered, but I'm saving up my Microsoft rewards to go towards it. Fancy. But but now, now I might also have to buy this. Do it. Well, good news. May 13th. You're buying the game twice. Yeah, right. (laughs) So sadly true. It's coming out May 13th. So there you go. Can't believe I didn't write that down with all the notes I have here on it. Oh, the game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the legendary edition or cash? Sorry, uh, legendary cash. Oh, where does they say? It's... Oh, there, uh, there's. We're on the end of an early bird special for it. That's just free shipping. Yeah, but I mean, I'm spending 150 bucks. Give me free sheep shipping, anyways. <laughs> I don't this, feel, I'm looking here. Where, where does it say when it'll ship? I can't find anything. Yeah, I think I don't think it's still somewhere like in July or something like that. So anyways, yeah, no, I was tossing around getting it because I already got my, my Doom Slayer helmet. Um, unfortunately, it's not wearable, but I do have my Master Chief helmet kind of feels right that I should probably pick this up as well, especially since I like the games. Yeah, I'm going through the process right now, pretending like I'm going to buy it. It's still not telling me when it's supposed nice. to deliver. Well, we like- can move on while you look, and then you can let us know. I was very sad to find out in all this news, there was a little bit more news that came out about another Mass Effect game that they were exploring back between Mass Effect 1 and 2. And it would have been based on my Shepard. My Shepard in my Mass Effect playthrough, his name was Han Solo Shepard. And uh, they were apparently going to make a game (laughs) very loosely based on kind of like basically you'd run around like a Han Solo in the Mass Effect world as some smuggler and, you know, the underworld and going to those deep, dark places in the Mass Effect universe that you don't you don't really visit in in the main games. So unfortunately, that game was canceled. Which is a bummer on the bright side, you got to play it. Well, I was more that was just a bad joke about the fact that my shepherd's name is Han Solo Shepherd and Yeah, I know. I just I'm just yeah. saying you got to play yeah. that though. I'll work on my jokes a little better. Sorry. I'm terrible. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was kind of like you always hear about this with, you know, other universes and studios where they're like, Oh, you know, there's this game we were gonna make on this and but I was sitting here thinking, Oh, that would have been a really cool, you know, idea, you know, run it you know, 
run around. It was probably very similar to like Amy Hennig's Star Wars game, right? Where you were going to be uh, smugglers running around a little ragtag game or gang, you know, in the Star Wars universe. But yeah, it's unfortunate. Chris, did they you stopped find what you were... No, Sorry, I still Matt, can't but... find it. Okay, moving on then. Unless there's something more, Matt. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you there. No, I was just going to say they just stopped development between Mass Effect 1 and 2 so they could focus on getting Mass Effect 2 out. So, just unfortunate. That's beneficial, oh, well. though. Like, good game. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, it's weird. I can't find anything. It's going to let me buy something and not tell me when I'm going <laughs> to expect you'll just, it. You'll just never get it. Mike, we can move on now. Are you ready, Matt? Sure. Let's let's move on. OMG Nintendo news. Um, we'll start off with the bad news and then go into the good news, which will be weird. <laughs> um, so Pillars of Eternity on the Nintendo Switch will not be getting any more updates per the publisher of the port versus evil. They are claiming that there are hardware limitations that are stopping them from being able to remove all of the issues that they're running into uh, in the game. Some of these issues are like your ranger, just his pets or arrows don't appear. Like he just, things just don't work. Um, pretty bad, kind of unplayable bugs is from what I heard from all the reviews. Um, sorry, all the reviews and uh, some of the Reddit conversation. Because I was actually looking at buying this game on the Switch so I could get through it. Um, unfortunately, it looks like they're just not going to fix it, which sucks for a bunch of Switch owners. Um but in good news for that, up until February 15th, if you are looking to pick up Pillars of Eternity, it's on sale on Steam until the 15th, so just a couple days after this episode, um, for 75% off. So you can still go pick it up pretty cheap, and it runs great there. I've got it on from the Epic Store when they were given their free ones, um, and it works really well on PC. And since my PC is not the best, I assume it'll work on yours. Nice. But uh, that sucks, you- like... Go ahead. Do you think they're going to support it on the, the Switch Pro? Yes. No, they won't. <laughs> I still believe, by the way. You still believe? I, I still believe the Switch, the Pro, Switch is Pro? Pro Yeah, I think it's... Okay, yeah, no. I, I think they're just hiding it and not saying anything because they've discontinued <laughs> the original dock. Like, you just can't buy it. So what do you do if yours breaks? What do you do if you lose it? So... Yeah. There's something no, I'm, I just don't think it's going to be a new switch. I think it's going to be an up-powered dock. I believe there's some sort of pro something coming as well. I'm a believer, too. And I'm a believer, too. Be- be- believer? Too far. Is that too far? Too far. I didn't even get it right. It shows you that I'm not yeah, really a believer. I'm sorry, y'all Bieber fans. <laughs> All of them that listen to us. Yeah, that's good. Um, and last for today some weird good guy Activision move. Um, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch on March 12th, 2021. Now, the game is already out for other platforms, but the reason that I say good guy Activision, it's going to be 40 bucks. They're not charging full price for the game. Um, you know, talking through some of the Nintendo stuff, they usually charge you um, like an extra on it because it's re-released for the Switch, so you end up paying for a game you know, at full price of launch, even though it's two to three years old plus. Um, so it's nice of Activision to be like, you know what? 
we're going to drop it down 20 bucks from the original price. And, you know, because it's already been out. It's on sale for this $40 price everywhere else. Let's just level the playing field with Nintendo. That's exciting. I was hoping you were going to, like, twist it to be like, it's about time, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. It's coming to the Switch or something like that. Nah, I didn't have anything for no. it. Nope. When did, Just full of all the bad jokes tonight. When did um, Activision pick up Crash Bandicoot? I thought that was Sony. That was Activision forever ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, I am... Okay. I it, think was it was on... Was play, it... Like, they released it on PlayStation. Yeah, but even... um. Because Naughty Dog was the original developer, if I'm not mistaken, right? But uh, the IP, I think, was Activision. Was always Activision. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nope. It was originally Sony's. It became Activision's in 2008. Ooh. I'll have to fact check you later on that one. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm on the internet. I'm I'm excited. The internet is always right. 100% right. (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited as 40. I wish more companies would do that for games that are not to say that some games aren't worth 60, but like that was the cool thing about the rogue squadron or star Wars, star Wars squadrons, rogue squadrons, same difference. Yeah. Oh it's, it's a smaller game and it's, yeah, you know. it's not the full 60. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. And they're still I mean, dropping. This is, a, this is a full feature game. It's not like it's a, you know, not a full game. It's just because it's been out. They're like, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited that Crash is coming to the Switch. I still Me don't too. have a Switch, though. Well, that's fine. You don't need one. I'll go grab one off the tree out front. Ha! Oh, terrible. Adrian Peterson jokes. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. Chris, what's the tip of the week? Uh, I was thinking about this one a little bit. I, I think the biggest tip I have for everyone is it is the start of the Lunar New Year on Saturday, Saturday or Friday. The, today, the, the day our episode comes out. Yes. Right. Correct. Um, yes. The day we are recording and releasing this. Uh, and as such, there is going to be a lot of discounts out there. So, um, you know. Make sure you're shopping around. See what kind of game prices you could find. I know Microsoft already has a sale up. I th- believe Steam should have a sale up by the time you hear the words coming out of my mouth. Um, yeah, shop around. Make sure you um, make sure you're finding the best deal on your games. Yeah. And if you're looking for a video game tip, um, <laughs> one we unfortunately learned today, and did not bite us in the ass while we were actually playing the game. Uh, if you're ever playing Phasmophobia, don't bother trying to hold the door shut to keep the ghost out. It can walk right through it. Why I'm did still you pissed that you told me that? Why would you think they couldn't walk through the walls? Because you it walked because I knew it had to walk through the doorway. So it, in my brain, it made sense that it if I held the door shut, it couldn't get in. You, you, you told me that the last moment? time we... Oh, yeah, I'm fairly certain I did tell you that, yes. Yeah, you told me last time we streamed that if you hold the door, they can't come in, and that just kind of put a peace of mind yep. while I was running for... You know, if I'm getting hunted, I, I could run into a room and just hold the door, and they weren't going to get me. 
Now I'm going to be scared shitless anytime I'm getting hunted. Still, still close the door because it breaks line of sight. Yep. But don't bother trying to hold it. Get into that yep. room and go find a new hiding spot to make sure yep. you can get all the way hidden. Yeah, just keep, hold the hold V button and yeah. start screaming. And you can keep your flashlight on. It doesn't <laughs> see that. Yeah. Is it infrared? Because they can see that. Uh, they do I've, have I've a, never played the game. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it's not infrared. It's just a traditional uh, flashlight. But it flashes a lot while you're being hunted. Yeah. God, that game is fun. We got to get you on that, Mike. Oh, my God. So it's a good yeah. time. Um, I'm ordering the camera here this weekend. So hopefully I will be in there. The game's sitting in my shopping cart, so I know to buy it. Uh, yeah. And then we'll, hey, we'll get it on it. Hopefully it, it goes so. on sale. I don't care. There you go. I'm gonna, I mean, this yeah. is a good developer, at least. Um, I'm going to support him if I can at full. Yeah. Especially for like, what is it, like 12 bucks? Or I, it's something like, something I like think that. I, the, it's yeah. like $13.99. It's stupid yeah. cheap. Yeah. And it's worth the fun. For sure. Yeah. So uh, check that out. Uh, you can check out Matt on Twitch or Chris on YouTube. They are streaming constantly. Uh, you should oh, see yeah. that on our Twitter, which is at Camp Game Pod on the Twitters. Uh, Instagram, check us out. You can see some pictures of Matt in his helmet at Campfire <laughs> Gaming Podcast. And again, that's Instagram. Uh, or check us out. That yet. Ooh, why not? I know we tweeted it. Um, yeah, we tweeted it, but it, we weren't using Instagram at that point. Let me look. Ooh, it's not on there. Okay, I'll have to find that picture and throw it on there. Oh, boy. Good call out. Otherwise, check out our website and blog at campfiregamingpodcast.com. You can also find us on that website um, if you're looking for new places to listen. We are on iTunes, Google, I think still Google Podcasts, if that's still a platform um, based on their recent things. But uh, They killed Google <laughs> Music, but I think Google Podcasts is still there. So, yeah, on Anchor on Spotify, all those different places. Check us out uh, if you're looking for a new place to listen. Other than that, gentlemen, gentle feathers, as there are only two of you left, uh, any last-minute stuff? Um, not just going to no, be playing Mike, a lot go more. Ahead. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time <laughs> around the campfire. <laughs> Oh, Kermit, I'm a big fan. Are you a big fan of this?